Steve Vines, what's he doing here? Well, we've, we're squishing our week together into three days. I couldn't do without you, Steve. Oh, oh, that's so understandable. Yeah. <laughs> And and and, as, and and neutral if we're going to do this sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, let's just have a mutual. Right. Should, should we get onto the facts now? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? What's this going on? Well, um, in fact, there was a discussion about this on back chat, but it's so um, uh, uh, how can I say? It, it's so attractive to talk about that. I hope listeners will excuse me for reviving this selfish of you, using I, it for your own ends. I know self gratification, but not the other self thing. Um, okay, we're on Radio Three. I must be very careful, yeah. even though it's right ahead of the new year. Well, no, no. This is about the new government circular that's been sent around to members of our very marvelous civil service. There's only one hundred eighty thousand. I haven't got it. Well, that's. That tells you something, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not saying, but uh, uh, people who haven't got this circular may be wanting Go on to... Go tell um, me more. This is, anyway, news to, this is news to me. Tell me it, more. It, it's correct speak circular. Oh, yeah. So apparently, in the civil service, there has been... Otherwise, presumably, there wouldn't be a circular. There has been incorrect speech going on. I say. Well, on the APIs, there's a ton of it going on. Well, on yes, but I don't think that's what they were talking about. Even in internal memos, I, I know you're going to be shocked, and our listeners will be even more shocked Go on, then. to know that there's a problem with internal memos. And nobody is a greater fan of an internal memo than I am. May I just say that on the record? But apparently, <clears throat> there is a problem because, for example, some civil servants have been referring to China Hong Kong relations. Have they? Very, very bad. Where? No, no, no. What are you supposed to say? Cling on Hong Kong you're relations? You're supposed to say mainland Hong Kong relations. Okay. And then some people maybe very, very bad people, and we have their names, when talking about events post-1997, have used the word reunification. Well, that's... Well, no, 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 no. That's apparently just for Taiwan. <laughs> no, but don't they... Don't, isn't, isn't, you know, no, the isn't... official line is that we were never ununified. Yeah, but check it out. What about the big uh, October 1st thing is where they say celebration of the reunification, blah, blah, blah. That word's been there on posters, even. Sorry, I'm just taking your name down. <laughs> For future reference. I mean, what you're pointing out, that this may possibly come into the category of Horlicks. Is this like you've um, used it before, but stop now? Yeah, but stop now. But I think what I, what I would like to note about this is you always get this in regimes that really are unsure of themselves. They get worried about what's being said, how it's being said, Blimey. what are the politically correct correct words and it's 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 a it's a very good indication of their insecurity and of course their authoritarian instincts now i know nobody i know i'm breaking no ground i'm breaking new ground by suggesting that cy lung may have authoritarian instincts gosh nobody else in hong kong has observed that but i think it is a reflection of that because you know here is this is completely and utterly news to me well here is an administration that that actually sends someone around to look up which words are acceptable, which words aren't acceptable, which words so, are So now do we have correct. to say bend over instead of hand over? Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, um, I think the word I would prefer, and I hope people upstairs are listening, is glorious reunification. But you can't That's say reunification. Oh, right. Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. You know, you try and you try and brown nose and you just can't do it. It's, it's, it's very it's frustrating. It's very hard to shine shoes these it days. It is, isn't it? I, well, it's well, glorious. I mean, no other, no other adjective. Glorious, just, wonderful. Glorious, wonderful, marvellous. That's three of them. Fantastic. Yes. So, um, 
you know, when the glorious, marvellous, wonderful happened in 1997, people were gloriously, wonderfully and marvellously happy. Right. I think that settles that, doesn't it? And not gloriously, wonderfully, marvellously scratching their heads, <laughs> like what we are now. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, I, I've always found in organisations and governments and any, any kind of bureaucracy where things work, the big boys don't really get exercised about this. You know, I mean, there, there, there's a whole protocol in some companies for what you call the boss. Do you call the boss sir? Do you call the boss boss? Uh, and, and as you know, in Chinese, there's a number of ways of expressing that, that same thing. And, you know, there are, there are companies in this town, and gosh knows, we shouldn't name them, mainly because I can't remember all their names, you, you know, that actually have a whole, you know, worked out protocol for what you call the boss, because that insecure little man with the with the brush over hairstyle and and the unnaturally black hair at the age of 82 is very worried about how he and it is always a he is going to be addressed and you think you know you're supposed to be running a company that makes widgets why don't you just focus on the widgets and um exactly Hey, I tell you, yeah. I've life just, will carry on. Quite I've just adequately. been I've just been emailed by one of our morning brew panel of experts. A uh, panel of experts. Now this is this is Marty. He's the yes. Chinese translation right. expert. He okay. says the English is weird enough, but the Chinese actually says hinterland, not mainland. <laughs> See, I'm learning so much this morning. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I hope people know that all of us have a very strong hinterland. My, my, my hinterland <laughs> is hinted. <laughs> this is brilliant. Can you can you have a past tense for hinted? No, 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 you can't. It's now. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> I, re- I really I, I needed to get up earlier this morning because I, I had no you clue did. about this. But it's and, amazing. And also, if I may say so, you should read this circular very carefully because you may go yeah, on air. I've got to find you it. May, you've got to find it first. But you may go on air and make it, make what's what I believe is described as a vocal error. So where does the incorrect wo- thinking? Oh, I do that all the time. Yes. Welcome to my world. <laughs> What about the word motherland? Is that in there? Um, apparently, motherland's okay. You can use that. You can say Mo- that. Can motherland's you? okay. Um, I don't have the the report. I mean, I have to say, as ever, um, they forgot to send it to me as well. So I just looked at a newspaper report to um, to, to what extract all this, this information. What difference? Well, I, I think the point is it makes no difference, irritated. but it does reflect. As I say, it does reflect this this extraordinary insecurity. Where, where you know, trees they, they, have died for this, and I bet, trees, I bet, I bet it really is hard copy paper as well. Oh, 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 don't, don't have any fear about that. Trees have died. Um, public money has been spent sending. Remember, because of course they had to get an expert in to write this this very fine document. Then it had to went, go up to a senior level, and the senior level had to refer it to a senior level. I mean, goodness, and then they, they had to put out a tender for the byros. <laughs> Yes. Um, oh, this and, is brilliant. And I, you know, I, of course, I'm not... I, don't, I hope no-one's <coughs> regarding me raising this as being in any, in any sense a hint of criticism. A hinterland of criticism. It's a hinterland of criticism. It's just not that. It's, 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 a, it's a sign of adulation. I've got to get my hands on this little beauty. <laughs> you will. You will. And if you are, you'll yeah. be a happier person and a better person. Re- anyway... This yeah. is this is fantastic. This is out of George Orwell, actually. It you know, almost is. Yeah, two legs good, um, two four legs, legs bad, four or legs the bad. other way around. Yeah, yeah. I played yeah. Squealer once in in a sort of reading. <laughs> All of, right. Of, of, well, of, that that George Orwell was very good at extracting the Michael out of regimes like this. Brilliant. Uh, what else have we got this morning? Well, the I, other thing that that, that uh, and you know, gosh, I read the newspapers before I come here because mm. you know you told me I got had one to. up on me there. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> there, there's a there's a there's a report about Shinwa who, who's feeling a bit 
defensive ahead of the Chinese New Year holidays when you oh, get yeah. all these mainlanders going abroad and you get all these reports about. And I can't think You can't why. say mainland, can you? Or can you? Um, um, hinterlanders. hinterlanders. You get all these hinterlanders going abroad and apparently behaving somewhat inappropriately, no. sometimes talking in loud voices. No. I, I've never come across it, but again, I understand this happens. So to counteract that, or rather to preempt any of this, they've put out a report about, you know, foreigners, when they come to China, they can be uncivilised too. And they've cited in this report some really... Oh, I, I don't even know if I can tell you because they're so serious. You're taking the mickey now, aren't you? I can tell by your face. Just a bit, maybe. <laughs> but they're very serious. I mean, for example, there's the instance of four people, get that number, four, mm. sitting on a two-person bench. I mean, that sounds to me pretty... Uh, four foreigners, of course. Massive, fat, ugly foreigners. Ma- massive, fat, ugly foreigners. Then there was the the very grievous matter of foreigners swimming <laughs> in, in a... In a, in a pond of some kind where it clearly said no swimming. I mean, you know, the things these people do when they go to China. Now, it's true. It also, in foreigners can be uncivilised. They have reports of, of foreigners urinating in inappropriate places. They're probably Welsh. Um, oh, of course. Or <coughs> possibly from um, America. Could be. Could be. Could be. But Welsh is most likely, yeah, actually. So. Yes. It's funny they didn't mention that. That seems to be... <laughs> they obviously ain't been to Wales. <laughs> they, they haven't been to Wales recently. And to our Welsh listener, can I just say in advance... He's gone. He Forget made, about he, it. He made me do it. I wasn't going to mention the Welsh. All right, there was a caring. Right. Um, so, yeah, do you know, just as a sidebar to this one, I saw something in the news yesterday that the Brits, of all people... The Brits? The British... Yes. ...are doing some serious moves to encourage Chinese tourists to yes. Great Britain. Yes, they, 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 they want their shopping centres to be filled with... It will be chaos they do, over want, they do want their shopping centres to be filled because, of course, in Britain, the, the, the recession has been declared over by the government, but not by the people. The people of Britain are still going, oh, it's funny you tell me everything's going well because I haven't got anything in my pocket. Yeah. I'd like some money. I, 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 I know British people, and they're not telling me that they're very flush. Is this because of... Um China and David Cameron cozying up a bit a few well, months Well, I think back. it's just generally they, they're buying into the line, you know, that, that there's lots of dosh swimming around in China and we really like to more of it Blimey, you way. know the things we complain about in Hong Kong, your average naughty northerner, there'll be a punch-up as quick as you could do that. Yes, I know, I know, I know. I mean, it, it is interesting. I mean, this whole uh, business around... Um, the protests against mainlanders coming over here for shopping and yeah, let's talk about that because that bubble is going to burst. Well, that bubble is is and it's a very difficult one. I mean, I on the one hand do understand the frustration of people here. You know, they can't literally can't get on buses at certain parts of the new territories because they're just crammed with these people with these enormous pieces of luggage, and you know they've got to get to work, and those people have got to go shopping, and they kind of feel they should have priority in getting on the bus and going to work. I don't know, is it, is it that? Is it, well, is it, let's try and be fair here. Is it priority or is it just I'd like to be able to walk down the streets in my hood? Well, Something. I think it's, yeah, I think it's a bit of both. But, you know, so that bit I understand. I understand that people in Hong Kong, when it comes to the property market, strongly suspect one of the reasons why they can't afford to buy the most modest uh, dwelling is because the the heavy influx of mainland property purchases has kept prices up. So, you know, it's not as though these concerns are groundless. But on the other hand, 
these people are coming here. I think they have every right to come here. They are, in fact, contributing to the Hong Kong economy. They're contributing to the hands of very few people, of course, because it's not the average Joe in the street who benefits from extra diaper sales. But, you know, there is a bit of trickle down from that. So, you know, you do have to say that if you are adjacent to a country with a poorer standard of living and very lax quality controls, you should, on the other hand, be proud that Hong Kong is a place where people can shop with confidence. And when it says, and I use the word loosely, Gucci on the label, it may well indeed have been made by Messrs Gucci in Italy. This is a massive embarrassment for China that is not talked about. Why do these Forget about the behaviour and stuff. Why do these people want to come here? Because they don't have stuff in their own country. Yes, they don't yes. want to kill their children. Oh, particularly for baby products. I know. Yes. But, I mean, yes. that, that, well, that's that the big any, elephant in the and, room. And, you know, and so when people here say, and let's bring the argument all the way around to full circle, oh, it's only a few stupid academics who go harping on about rule of law and accountability. The average person in the street just wants to get on with their lives. Well, that's true, but, you know, if you've got a baby, you don't want to be giving it milk products that could poison it. Wednesday morning, pre-holiday, so I've slotted Steve Vines in. Now, uh, I've got an email here from um, Chris, who says, any views on the situation ATV is in, especially what the government is, in quotes, not doing about it? And my question to you, is the most dangerous thing about this people not giving a damn? Well, I think that, I mean, it's, it's sort of trundled on for so long now that, that the people who aren't watching ATV are still not watching ATV, which is the overwhelming majority of the population. The people who are concerned about this, obviously, are the people who work for the station, who are, some of them are, are entering their third month without being paid by the station, which in any other company, um, uh, they would have felt the strong harsh breath of the law by now but apparently ATV is exempt from that kind of (coughs) regulation Uh, also apparently doesn't have to pay its fees uh, (coughs) which is you know if you have a normally if you have a government license and you don't pay it um, very serious things happen but apparently the ATV seems to exist under some sort of umbrella of protection or is it or is it just optimism (coughs) that it can be fixed Oh, I don't think any grown-up would possibly think that it could be fixed. I mean, you know, they came out with this idea uh, last week, or was it two weeks ago, that, that, well, all right, they couldn't find anything to buy it, but they'd do crowdfunding and people would come in and they'd all take a a little stake. And this week they admitted that, uh, well, uh, that's not going to work. As if it ever was going to work, you know. Mm. Then they say, oh, well, um, we don't have money, we're going to sell some farmland, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we'll use the proceeds to pay our staff, etc., etc., etc. I mean, every day a new excuse, every day a new nail in the coffin. But the coffin Mm. is sitting on the table, ready to be taken out and not returned. So everybody else, except for the government, (coughs) absolutely understands that the station is dead. But, but because it seems to have, as I say, and the evidence seems to be mounting for this, it has, seems to have some sort of guangxi or protection across the border for, for, because of the nature of its ownership, it's said, oh, well, you know, it's one law for everybody else, another law for ATV. Um, I mean, we come back to what we were discussing before the break. You know, if it happens at this elevated level, no wonder people worry about whether you know, the products you buy in your stores are going to be governed properly 
by the rules and regulations if the rule is of law so selectively applied. There's one bit of damage that really has been done, I reckon. So it's no secret what's been happening to the staff, promises, hang on, don't worry. And the thing you just said about we'll sell the farmland but not necessarily give it to the staff. Mm. So that sets a precedent. If in the future everything's rosy and it's all fixed up uh, and they're back on their feet there will still be this stigma of, well, they don't really give a hoot about their staff, boys, so well, think I twice when you want to work there. Uh, there is certainly that. But as I say, I think the idea that somehow ATV will be in business for much longer, I mean, it's only in business because the government um, won't take the obvious step of, of shutting it down. As I say, I don't wish the people who work there to be thrown out of work, but, you know, I, I also don't wish that they should be forced into a situation where they are contributing their labour for nothing to a bunch of people who, frankly, I wouldn't want to be in the same room with. You can understand the staff's position, some of them, you know, but you, you've got a, a reasonably well-paid full-time job, and all of a sudden that goes, you've got bills to pay. So well, when somebody says to you, look, we're really trying to pay you, you know, you, well, you, you, know, you, you might go with delusion, it. Delusion, delusion is always strongest at the centre of the storm rather than on the outside of it. It's, yeah. You know, it's always people who are in the eye of the storm who think somehow it's going to hit somewhere else. And you know what? It rarely does. When it's obvious that it's going to hit, it kind of hits. So what happens if it goes completely down well, the tube? Well, I mean, one, one thing is that although it will take a long time, and this is not good for the staff, um, it, it, ATV does in fact have assets that can be sold. And staff members owed money for wages go very high up in the ranking uh, of creditors, but they don't get their money, you know, the following day. Yeah. So it, there's no good solution here. I have to stress that. But but there is a solution, which is, you know, to to make the inevitable inevitable. Don't don't you know? Don't prolong the death. But as I say, you know, as long as as long as like everything else in Hong Kong, this has become so politicised. You know. What about the thing about loaning them money? That was a bit weird. Well, this is. Loaning it's, people who you owe money to. Yes, you mean loaning the staff money. I do. I mean, that's just... I don't get know. it, though. I don't well, know. it's up there with crowdfunding from the public. I mean, the public who don't want to watch ATV are going to come forward and put money into it. <laughs> you know, I mean, they haven't said a sensible thing, as far as I know, in the last two months. If you ever watch ATV, and I sometimes do out of sheer mystification, they're running these bizarre promos saying 80... Uh, they sort of have all these people there with clenched fists going, 80, ATV is here to stay. Well, we don't know it. that, do we? <laughs> but, you know, I mean, most TV stations don't actually have to get their staff to do a promo to, to inform the rest of the world that they're still alive. They just prove they're alive by broadcasting. these custard pies just out of the shop, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very sad. It really is. Um... But uh, it is. So let's talk about television. Forget the politics for a second. As a, as an art form, as a all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're right. It's very sad. Well, and it's a declining medium, of course, which is which is a very big problem. Don't, don't know about. I don't know about in this part of the world. I mean, I think that, that that's less less so than perhaps in in places like America and Europe. But it is declining. Maybe. I mean, the reader, the readership, the viewership figures do do show that. They don't show it in the kind of decline that you see in, uh, in, in other places. But I, I think it's inevitable. Um, the decline is most noticeable among younger viewers or ex-viewers or people perhaps who've never viewed because, you know, their whole idea 
of accessing entertainment and information is they want it on demand. It's not, well, they're, they're not you know what, Steve? in schedules. People say this very, very freely, very willy-nilly. Oh, the young people of today, they just... I mean, you know, I don't believe that's wholly true. It's, it's a not, it's statistic. And, it's and not the, everyone, but it is. it does seem to be a trend. It, it seems to be a get-out-of-jail card, yeah. free uh, card. Of, oh, young people want... You know, people do still watch telly. And, and they do still listen to the radio. In fact, they listen to the radio. In, I'm pleased to say... I better in, put some in, clothes in increasing, on <laughs> You really should. Get that tie back on. In increasing numbers. And, you know, it, I have to say one thing, which, which is the most comforting thing is that quality will out. So, you know, on, for example, on National Public Radio in the States, mm. they've been running this series which has been examining whether this guy was guilty of a crime, a murder crime for which he was convicted. That was on a slow burn. It's a brilliantly produced programme. Oh, I know where you're going with this, yeah. And, you, you know, it's true. Maybe not everybody listened to it at the broadcast time, but they downloaded it as a podcast or, or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, because it was such a good quality thing, and National Public Radio is not the biggest uh, radio station in the States, although, as the name implies, it has national coverage, or more or less national coverage... What happened was that it gained this spectacularly large audience. So, you know, the idea that, that the way ahead is to make things as cheaply and as nastily as possible and just shove them out there and create lots and lots of content and people will find their way into it mm. isn't borne out by the fact that the listening and viewing public is discerning. I'm assuming the thing you're talking about is called Serial. And yes. It's, and it's really, if podcasts weren't in people's repertoire... They surely are now because of this. Yes, yes. I mean, it's, it's been... Uh, uh, I mean, it's a kind of unlikely thing because what, what that particular series does is, is examines whether the verdict in a murder trial is sound or not, which isn't an original idea, but as ever, it's how you do it. And it's listening. And it's listening. Uh, but, you know, it's the brilliance. The producer, apparently, is a very outstanding person. She's, um, she's put this together more or less initially single-handedly. And she's done a phenomenal job. Can we wrap up today without being rude about anybody and just say, oh. almost Happy New Year? Almost? Oh, God. Are we going to have to go against nature? I think so. Oh, dear. Oh, by the way, sheep, ram, goat, gerbil, what's the deal? Because <laughs> if you can't tell the difference between a sheep and a goat, there is something there is fundamentally wrong here. And, and can I say, unnatural activities are not a good thing.